Thank you for joining us. You have many choices, but we count it a privilege you're listening to the As One Podcast. We truly thank God for you. And as always, we hope you enjoy today's segment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of As, As One. One. Yes, I'm Marcus. And I'm Krista. And we are here again, once again. Um, just just excited, y'all. Glad, thankful, you yes. know. Um, you know, these these uh weeks have been flying by. We just recently uh celebrated Memorial Day. And uh if you guys didn't get to check the Memorial episode out, the Memorial Day special episode from last week. Heading into the holiday, you need to check it out. Uh, we had two beautiful ladies who were uh, recounting and and just you know going back down memory lane with uh, with both of their their late husbands who are also servicemen. Yes, and we were just blessed. Yes, we were just blessed. Yes, it was awesome. It was awesome, and we have more um, you know guests like that. Uh, to come, you guys. So, so make sure you keep tuning in, keep listening. Thank you all once again. I have to say it every time because I am thankful. Um, my wife and I both are thankful for the support. Yes, super thankful. Yes. Very appreciative. And the feedback that we're getting. Um, and we want to continue to kind of like expound on some of the things um, that, that we're getting feedback mm -hmm. on as well. Okay, so let's get to it for tonight, yes. though. Um, tonight we are talking about, and this is a heavy hitter to me, <laughs> heavy hitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> fixing versus helping. helping. Yes, yes. I'm gonna mm. say it one more time for the <laughs> who, the people in, in the, the back. in the back. <laughs> fixing versus helping. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Listen, y'all. This is a big one because everybody has the answer to everybody's stuff. Yep. Right. That's just how it is. Like it's so e it's much easier for me to look at you and fix you than it is for me to look at me and fix myself. Yep. But that's actually not how it goes. It's actually reversed. It's much easier for you to work on you. Uh -huh. <laughs> Trust me than it is to try to fix somebody else. And that's why you don't need to be in a fixing posture. Yes. Um, but you need to be in a helping posture posture, right? Helpmate. A helpmate. <laughs> Say it one more time. Helpmate. Helpmate. All right. So, so look, look, let, let's start like this right here. Okay. And instead of trying to fix your partner, you should be looking at a friend. Okay. A comrade, a person that you're in this thing with yes. an equal. Okay. Yes. Who needs your help. Yep. And helping them is your responsibility to help them get better. Or grow yeah. versus trying to fix them. Yes. Why do you ask? Well, it's very simple. Fixing requires you taking some type of authoritative yep. or lead action. Yes. Um. So, so similar to like if something gets broken, right? Yep. Uh, okay, fellas, let me holler at y'all real quick. So <laughs> let's say something breaks on the, the car, right? And you're like, man, you know, the only way that you can tell is you can tell it it's not quite running right. So, yeah, there are signs that something's wrong, right? Okay, you, you kind of see. And you're like, okay, I, I, I think I, I'm going to figure out what's going on. And me and, you know, I don't work on cars, but I'm guilty of this, uh -huh. you know, because I heard a few things over the years. <laughs> like, I think it might be the alternator. Uh, the regulator carburetor, <laughs> you know, because I want to sound like, you know, a man, I know. 
And sometimes I don't have a clue. Um, <laughs> but you know, that that's just how we how our minds operate, right? Like we, we want to fix things and, and we're fixers by nature, you know, you yeah. know, we're, we're protectors and and you know, we we're problem solvers. Mm-hmm. So so that's easy for easier for us to kind of fall into this fixing thing. But when that thing breaks on the car, the car does not have any type of authority in the situation. Right. So it can't say, nope, I don't want you to fix me, or nope, that's not it, or nope. The only thing that it can do is what it's programmed to do, mm-hmm. um, and that certain symptoms and signs might be there, yes. whatever. But other than that, it does not have any say in the matter. So the authority is on you. Yeah. The lead action, the action is on you. You determine what needs to happen, and you determine what tools are needed to fix the problem with no real input from the broken piece. <laughs> exactly. Okay, the broken piece is not talking back. But a spouse is, listen to me, fellas and ladies, listen, a spouse, a friend, any relationship, any person that you're dealing with, they are not a hose, <laughs> an engine piece, or a light fixture, okay? Right. That's a real person. Yes. And more importantly, they are your friend. Um, they are, you, you know, your your husband, your wife, your, you know what I'm saying, your coworker, your, yes. your, your whoever they are to you, sibling. That's they're they're a real person. Yeah. This is a real relationship. This is a two-way street. Okay. So when you see them as such, as a person and equal, um, then you're gonna look at the issue that they may be experiencing. Uh-huh. And then you're gonna seek ways that you can help them overcome it or get past the obstacle, which means that they are actually in control. Yes. So it's very different than when you're going in trying to fix something with tools because yep. you're in control. You have the authority. You get to move it. But what we do is we take that same approach when it comes to relationships. Yeah. And that's where we mess up. Yep. We go in and we like, oh, something's broke. Something's wrong there. Let me diagnose it first <laughs> without even talking to my wife. I'm looking at her like, oh, right. I know what's wrong with her. Don't worry about it. I got it. And then I go in my tool bag and yep. I pull out my tools. And then I get to fixing <laughs> what I think the problem is. Yeah. And she looking like, why are you trying to fix that? <laughs> First of all, I don't even know if I want to be fixed. <laughs> Secondly, you probably barking up the wrong tree. That it? You got yeah. a ratchet. You need a screwdriver. Brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do that happen sometimes? It does. Be, be honest with me now. You know. It does, but it goes, it happens. It- it, it happens, and but it works both ways. Both ways. I think a lot of women are guilty too when they get in relationships with men, um, and they want to try to fix them and say, "Oh, you know, or, you know, I can help him with this, or I can do that." A um, project prince. Yes, that's the perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect word, project prince. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think women are guilty of that as well. Mm-hmm. I know I have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seeing us men as projects, uh, <laughs> y'all allowed to be ashamed, y'all. See, I don't there are there are times though that that um your mate or your significant other may need help with something. Yes. And a lot of times they'll let you know. Yes. They'll let you know. Yes. Um, communication is, is what we I feel like we every episode in some way, shape, or form, it, it always, always comes it comes back, back to, communication. to communication. If they offer and you know, they they ask for your help. Yes. That's different. Keyword, if they ask. And then ask. <laughs> two, two keywords. Yes. That's why it's a, a helping and not a fixing. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, the saying goes, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Don't fix Some it. Some things just, you know. That, and yeah, I love that. No, Thank no, you. you're fine. Yeah. That's, that's great. I love that because you said, if it's not broke, then don't fix it. Here's the thing. If it's broke, then you have to fix something. Right. Right. 
But at the same time, you don't have to necessarily be the one to yes. fix it or do the fix. And to you, it might be broke. And and to, 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 to them, they're like, this is who I am. <laughs> okay. And then, you know, I, another thing with that same saying, you yeah. know, if it's not broke, you can still help it. Exactly. Because you don't have to necessarily fix it. Yes. But you might need to help it yeah. so that it continues to stay functioning yes. and doing the right thing the way Yeah, and I always want to come from a genuine place. Yes. No yes. hidden motives. Oh. <laughs> I think a lot of times oh. people have hidden agendas and hidden yeah. motives. Well, I want to fix this for that person because I want them to be like this for, yeah, me, or for me. I want something, right. something out of it. Whatever my idea, that the way that I think you should be. Yes, I'm and I, I've been guilty of that before. I think you know? we all have. Yeah. Yeah. So, I want to mold the person. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you don't ask permission and you don't communicate <laughs> and then you you get frustrated when your molding doesn't take shape exactly the way that you wanted to right well guess what you came into it wrong from the beginning <laughs> from the jump you came in trying to be a fixer uh-huh. that got you a project prince or, or or you know or you a saver girl you know what i'm saying you're like i'm gonna save her i'm gonna save her from us i got my superman cape on right don't worry honey i'm gonna get you out that bad situation and i'm gonna turn you into a house yes. wife that 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 loves and and no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, yes. hold on. So these are these are reasons why when we go in, into relationships, first of all, we have to know who we are. We have yeah. to have our personal stuff together. We have to know what we want, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and understand who God is in our lives. And then we need to seek God as to whom we need to yeah. yoke up with, you yeah. know, especially when it comes to husband and wives. You should be equally yoked. Yes, and even hanging out and having friends. You mm-hmm. know, like our circle of friends are, are you know, not just some you know, random fly by mm-hmm. night type of situations. Yeah. Like we develop these relationships based on a camaraderie and then also yes. based on an idea, uh, a similar ideology right. on certain things, right. you know, because, you know, how can we ride together if we don't really agree, exactly. you know, with one another. So it's very important um, that we understand the difference between fixing and helping. Yes. Um, so yeah, yeah. So already, y'all, we kind of on, on a deep dive a little bit there. Um, just understanding that, there, there's a difference between the two because you're dealing with a person that you need to communicate mm-hmm. with. Yes. And then you need to make sure that they are in agreement with whatever type of help even yeah. that you're trying to give. Right. Now, if you're fixing, you know, you don't, you're not really looking for agreement because it's not really a help situation. You're trying to perform an act. And if you're trying to perform an act, then you get more aggressive when someone's mm-hmm. resisting. Yes. If I'm trying to help defensive. you. Right. When they're defensive. If I'm trying to help you, chances are if you're resisting, I'm going to kind of lean back because right. I'm coming from a genuine place. Yes. Like you said, I'm really trying to help you. Yeah. So if you're kicking back, then maybe I'm, okay, let me hesitate a little bit, step back yes. because obviously they don't want my help. <laughs> you know, now I'm not in a place where I'm all torn And then if they and, don't want your help, yes. don't, get, don't get offended. Don't get offended. Just, I'm not all torn been offended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of times though, even if that person um, may be dealing with something, and you feel like you need to be running there and you need to fix it, and it yeah. may be something wrong, and they don't want your help. Right. This is where prayer comes in. Yeah. In some cases, the you most can cases, pray. pray, pray, pray about it. You got to pray just to make pray it to for them. them. Yes, and, pray for and them genuinely, genuinely. <laughs> and if you are, especially if you are a husband and wife. Pray with them. Yes. Okay. Yes. As much as they will that allow, above all. Yes. as much as as much as it can happen, you know, don't force it. But if it can happen, pray right. with them and pray for them. Yes. You will be amazed at it's, how mm-hmm. much that makes a difference. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yes. I was gonna say the same thing. Um, how much prayer can really um 
change yes a relationship yes certain it can aspects fix the stuff that you ain't got no business <laughs> right. and in no that way you ain't got on. to fix it that's right the lord fixes that's right you know <laughs> you're like listen I, I i really don't even need you to help the situation right. sometimes but if i can at least teach you how to how to approach uh-huh. it right then you know you, the, your partner would be more receptive yes of the help that you're trying to get yes. so you know so it's important um to know when you see them the way that you're supposed to see them it causes you to look at the issue they may be experiencing and then seek ways that you can help them overcome the issue yes. or get past the obstacle, which means that they are in control and mm-hmm. have a choice in accepting your aid or even your assessment of the issue That's itself. Good. That's good. Because they might not even agree with how you're looking at yeah. the situation. You have a different point of view. You have a different point of view. Mm-hmm. Or it may be something that's deeper than what the surface right. says, what meets the eye. The mm-hmm. ailment might actually be a little bit deeper. Yes. And the only person that can tell you that is the person themselves that's <laughs> dealing with that's it. That's what I said, you unless know? they ask. Yeah, unless they ask, <laughs> right. They? Right. So get that information. Um, this is a process that helps prevent that helps to prevent a person from feeling overwhelmed yes. and underestimated um, when they're facing or dealing with an issue while also pre- preventing the helper from feeling neglected uh-huh. or ignored or rejected. Or here's the worst case, feeling like a villain uh-huh. when they're simply the trying person. to be of help. Right. Yes. You, it, it, there's no worse feeling then going into a situation with your Superman cape on, mm-hmm. knowing in your mind that you're about to be the hero, <laughs> only to get shot down because the person does not <laughs> want you to be there, <laughs> and they, they, your approaches are wrong, and mm-hmm. they reject your 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 fixing totally. Yes. They're like, listen, no, I don't. And then y'all wrong. both upset. And now you both upset. <laughs> you offended. You taking your cape off. You throwing right. it. And then they offended because they, <laughs> yes. they kind of. That's right. You know, and they jump anyway. You know what? This also, sorry to catch y'all, brings no, me back no. to a previous episode. Yes. Boundaries. Yes. Boundaries. <laughs> yes. Yes. Boundaries are so, so important. If you yeah. hadn't had a chance to check it out, check it out. Yes. Because basically we just just laid out how mm-hmm. important it is to have those hedges of protection, yeah. but then also those lines of communication yes. that form those hedges of protection around our relationships um, that causes us to be in a posture of respect yes. to one another. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It forces that yeah. respect. You it's know? needed. It's needed. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, um, and so... Respect in any relationship, I would say, is crucial. It's crucial. (laughs) And it's not just your respect of your relationship and your respect of the person you're Uh in relationship with, but it's also your standard to allow other people to maintain respect for your relationship. That way, can't nobody just step to you on the job or wherever you might be. Can't nobody just come in and, and, uh, you know, treat you any kind of way because or do any type of thing that disrespects your marriage when your spouse is not there. Right, but also balance. Boundaries with, with each yeah. other. Yes, those, and boundaries I'm, with yes. each other, yes. So you don't overstep. So you don't overstep. With, with um, what we're talking about, trying to fix the situation. Right. And, you know. Healthy boundaries yes. are all the way around. They really, really help you. Yes. So, yeah, go back and touch that if you hadn't um, checked that out. So, and, and it's all of these are always on demand and available. Yes. So, um, you know. Social media platforms social, as yeah, well. Streaming platforms. Yeah. So go check them out, y'all. But anyway, let's get back in it because we, 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 I think we're in the thick of it right here. 
It is so important that we realize how bad you can feel once you get that villain role and it takes over. And now you're mad and you're offended. And not only are you not going to help, right. but now you, you are not even going to try to fix anymore. So now you're trying to wash your hands clean totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want my help? Are you going to act like that? Yeah. Okay, well, now I don't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> you know what? Drown. Yeah. Drown on your own. You know, face it by yourself. Yeah. And that's the last thing that we want to do to each other. When it comes to to relationship, you don't want your partner to feel like they have to go through obstacles and stuff alone. Right. Because then you're both operating out of self and operating yes. out of selfish places. That's true. And you can easily grow apart right there. You know what I'm saying? So so yep. just just, you know, just a little 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 nugget right there. If we approach this thing the right way, then the help can be received because the communication mm-hmm. is gonna bring us to attack the right thing the right way. Um, and I only want to use the attack to say the approach to healing or, or restoring or overcoming, yes. whatever that may be. So if we take the time to respectfully present the help, oftentimes it can be received much better than a fixing attempt that can sometimes feel controlling and undermining. I, I'll say that one more time. If we take the time to respectfully mm-hmm. present the help, okay, I want to break that down real quick. Respectful. Yeah. Presenting and help. Okay. The boundaries, like we talked about, being respectful to the person that you're approaching. Yes. I don't have all the answers and I don't want to act like I know it. If you, if you, if you act like you know it all, or if in your mind you're saying, Oh, I know what's wrong with you, mm-hmm. automatically you're gonna be disrespectful. I'm just yeah. I'm just letting you know, even if you try to be nice. That's right. About it, so I was gonna say, even without trying to. That's right, because like my wife said earlier, it's not genuine. You have preconceived notions about yes. it, whatever. So you automatically are going to go down a series of actions based on what you think mm-hmm. in your mind mind is wrong. Yes. You know what I'm saying? With your, your, you know, with your spouse or your friend, whoever. So it's, it's just important that you respect them enough to say, okay, when I present the help, I'm presenting it as a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Right. Even if I think I know, I don't know for sure until you tell me for sure that that is what's going on. Exactly. You know, that's the respect that I have to have. And then when I present the help, it's up to you then to accept it or reject it. Yes. And now I'm in a posture to say, if you don't want it, I know now that I can then go into prayer. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But give you the respect to even reject it and say, nah, I'm, that's okay. Yeah. I'm all right. Now, if your spouse has an issue that's deeper than just a fallout or, you know, maybe dealing with, with something, you know, to trying to overcome small things, if it's like a really bad addiction or something yeah. like that, then sometimes you have to go... Uh, and we talked about this too, even in the boundary segment, like sometimes you have to go and get the type of help that you need, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and, um, and, and, you know, that's a really fine line, but you don't want to see a person be in a situation where they will hurt themselves yes. or hurt others. Um, so that's when things get a little bit different yes. as far as to say, okay, maybe we need to go outside of these lines so <laughs> that we can bring in the proper help. Yeah. That's yeah, true. important. Very important. Um, so, yeah. So don't want to get in that place where they feel like you're controlling them or undermining mm-hmm. them. So be respectful when you present the help. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, we are going to, in this last little part here, we're going to break down a few things that we feel like can help 
um, to make sure that you don't get into a posture of fixing, but that you actually approach things from a helpful standpoint. But before we do that, I do want to read um, a scripture that I think kind of falls in line with some of these things mm-hmm. um, that can really help us just the language of the of the word, y'all. Um, so many things in the word of God. And that's why we say biblical God, because there are things in the word of God that we feel like speaks to us directly when it comes to our relationships um, and speaks to our hearts as far as how we consider yeah. one another in mm-hmm. relationship. Um, so this is a Ephesians 4, um, and we'll concentrate on 4 and 2. But I do want to read uh, just a few more, Um, probably just one through four here. But uh, it says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. So I want to just pause right there because it's the lowliness, the meekness, long-suffering, and forbearing one another in love part to mm-hmm. me that really speaks to being able to say okay am i trying to diagnose you and, and put this thing on you or am i actually being patient with yes. you um in a low and meek state meaning right. i'm not trying to uh you know um come in and just take over and yes. overwhelm you um but i'm actually going to be in a, a patient position to forbear one another in love so that I can just hang in there with you Mm -hmm. and then, you know, let you know, hey, I got you. I got your back. I'm with you on this thing. Let's do this together. Right. Okay. And um, three, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Mm -hmm. Ah, That's just, that that tastes so good to my lips, just saying (laughs) in the bond of peace is so important that we, that we err on the side of peace. Okay. At the end of the day, if somebody is coming with something crazy Mm -hmm. and something wicked is, is feels like it's taking over your atmosphere, error on the side of peace. Meaning what do you have to do in that moment to fight for your peace and maintain the peace. Stress-free. (laughs) Stress-free, right. You know, so if a a situation arises and you feel like their person needs to be helped, Mm -hmm. okay, and their help needs to happen, but they're not really feeling your help, then you have to make a conscious decision right there to say, okay, but I want the atmosphere to at least stay as peaceful as possible. Whereas if I go in there and I'm I'm beginning to to add to the struggle right now, Peace doesn't have a chance. Yes. Um, so so we got And that's one thing I was gonna throw in real quick. Yeah, the, the atmosphere of your home is really, really important. It's so important. So Very important. important. So important to uh your marriage, yes, relationship. Yes, yes, everything. And then it goes on to talk about um, you know, there's one body, one spirit. Yes. Um, we're called in one <clears throat> hope of our calling, mm-hmm. uh, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, yes. who is above all and through all and in you all. So the, the the importance of oneness. Yes. And this is kind of why we talk about a lot of these things um, and the importance of communication mm-hmm. and the boundaries and the vision and all of these things. It's just to get us all on the same page. Yes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When it comes unity. to our relationship, mm-hmm. unity. We have to be on the same page even when it comes to our problems and our issues. <laughs> you know so what I'm saying? True. We got to be on the same page because if I'm looking at it the way I want to look at it mm-hmm. instead of asking her 
what, how should I see this? Right. How do you see it? Help me see it the way you see it mm-hmm. so that I can at least respect it, even yes. if I can't quite see it the same. Yeah. But I respect it enough to where I err on the side of peace so that I don't get into some other stuff trying to be the hero and fix everything. Right. Um. So, so you know, just, just some important stuff there, y'all. All right, so we're almost done. We're going to wrap it up with these three things right here, okay? All right, so three things that we feel like uh, will help, would be helpful to helping you to be the helper that you need to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> number one, language should oh. be suggestive and not demanding. Yeah. Okay. It should be suggestive and not demanding. Your spouse or friend or coworker, whoever it may be, should be equally respected and treated how you want to be treated. Yes. It changes a little bit in a parent-child dynamic because, you know, that's a little right. bit different because with the equality piece. But still, you should see them as who they are mm-hmm. in God and what they are, yes. and, you know, as little humans, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then you should treat Treat that situation the same way with yes. that same respect. Okay. Uh, remember, as the scripture says, gentle answer turneth away wrath. Okay. So uh, it's in it's in your approach, y'all. It's in your approach. Yeah. Your tone. Yeah. Okay, guys, sometimes listen, I'm very guilty of this because <laughs> I just have a natural kind of, you know, tone sometimes that just sound like my wife always say, you just sound like you didn't care. You know? And I'm like, no. nonchalant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look, I'm just cool like that, baby. Uh, but nah, nah. Okay. Nah. <laughs> Honestly, I, you know, I just, I, I've learned to not get too high and not to mm-hmm. get too low, you know, but sometimes that comes across as you're not high enough or you're not low enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, so that's when I have to not get offended by yeah. the fact that she feel like I was wrong and said, nah, that's not what it is. Yeah. It's ladies got to wash their tone too. Yes. Oh Lord. You know, you know, cause y'all can go up. Bungalow queen. Me and me, me can go up too. We can get a little bassy, all this stuff, but women can hit a hit a note. neck roll, that neck roll, the eye rolling, the, the hands, the hand, get the finger, going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're, they're hitting below the belt, like we talked about oh, last week. Oh yeah. my god, hitting below the belt, yeah. y'all. Mm-mm. I ain't gonna look. I love y'all. Mm, yeah, I love y'all. But yeah, so so we want to make sure that gentle answer is there because that's going to turn out a wrath and it's going to help us to promote the peace yes. that we're looking to have in our atmosphere. Because how you present something is oftentimes yes. more important than the something that you're presenting. Mm-hmm. Okay. The presentation is better than the than what's in the package itself. Okay. So just uh just know how important that is to make sure that we have language that is suggestive but not demanding. Number two, mm-hmm. unless they are in a danger, mm-hmm. uh, dangerous situation where they're a danger to themselves or others, the person with the issue should remain in control of what happens in relation to their yeah. issue. Yeah. That's because just, it's their issue. It's their issue. <laughs> That's just giving them respect. Yeah. Now, well, yeah. in a marriage, though, I do think that I'm not saying that your problem because your spouse becomes your spouse's problem, right? But uh, if it's affecting the the marriage, then it should be something that you both try to work on if <laughs> that person is receptive, if that makes sense. Right, right. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. It, it's You should both take it on. Right. You know what yes. I'm saying? Once you realize what it is, because that's how it goes from being your issue to uh-huh. our issue. Right. And we both tag team it to try to get over it, get past it, get through it. But it has to start with the respect of seeing the person's perspective on their issue. Okay, so give them that room so that they can, they can see it for what it is and then 
convey it to you so that you can understand it the way that they understand it. Right. Um, all right, y'all. This is the last one. Number three. Be sure to get as full That's of an good. understanding mm -hmm. of the issue as possible from who? The person who needs help. Yes. And try your best not to assume what they need. This takes listening skills and patience. Mm. Okay, I'm going to say it one more time. Be sure to get a full understanding of the issue from the person who needs the help. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, and then try your best not to assume what they need. The listening and the patience is big right here, literally. How many times have we made assumptions about something? Oh my God. <laughs> Not uh, just us per se, but any relation uh, in relationships. Oh period. People are very guilty of doing that. I over, think everybody is guilty. <laughs> over, over again. Of assuming. Yes. I can that's remember. That's the worst. Yes. I can remember um from a standpoint of, you know, um hierarchy and mm -hmm. on a job, boss or manager, or whatever, that relationship between, you know, that person and the high authority and the person that that's, you know, just the common work. Or whatever. Yeah. I can remember having a relationship in that situation where I was um, kind of sore at the person who was my manager at the time because I thought they was coming at me a certain way. Yes. But I didn't take time to ask them. I didn't take time to to communicate with them or approach it in a way. I just assumed mm -hmm. that because they was, I felt like they were working me hard, yeah. that they had something against me. And it wasn't until one day that I was just like, okay, you know what? I had enough. <laughs> I need to figure out what's going yeah. on. Like, why are you always doing X, Y, Z and right. not me, you know? And and then he broke it down. He was like, "Man, you far, you so far off, right. you know, young brother." <laughs> He's like, <laughs> "What it is is, I see something in mm -hmm. you, and I want to take advantage of it." He said, "Now I'm not saying that in a bad way. I need you to be who you are." He said, "If anything, I'm glad mm -hmm. that you do the things that you do." Say now, if you feel like I'm I'm riding you or whatever, you say, "Then you know that's my bad. I wasn't trying to do it like that." Yes. But just understand that I really needed mm -hmm. you to be who you are in these situations, yes. and it made me look at it differently. Now I did ask him, you know, back up just a little <laughs> bit, you know, what I'm saying? let brother yeah. stretch, and that, and that, breathe a little right, bit, <laughs> right, you know. But it gave me a new respect and then a better attitude yes. towards that particular person in that particular situation. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it's just important that we that we use our listening skills, our patience, um, you know what I'm saying? But don't then assume also things. don't assume <laughs> things, but also use our communication skills. Yes. Literally, y'all, we have to be slow to speak and quick to listen. Yes. Slow to speak, quick to listen. All right. Y'all, I hope that you have gotten something from tonight's segment. Um, you know, we always enjoy these things because it it's practice for us on a daily with our communication and everything. And, um, and, and, you know, and we do have, um, you know, we do have these moments, uh, where, you know, these things come into play and yeah. the practice, yeah. they have already, and they do right. come back around yes. full circle sometimes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's, so that's the beauty of how this whole thing goes. All right. So we, we did have a question and I'm, I'm going to keep it, um, anonymous as far as where the question came from. Um, but just know that if you send us anything, um, on our website, then, you know, you know, if you fill out a form, you send in a question, mm -hmm. um, we will try our best to, to give you something. Um, and then in a general sense on air, but then also we're going to connect with you on a personal level, um, via email or whatever communication yes. may be. Um, but, uh, we did have this question, um, 
Basically, uh, the statement was relationship is a hard thing to maintain. Truth. Let's <laughs> true. just be real. True. <laughs> just true. Yeah. Um, two people are together always and, and around each other a lot. And then conflict and disagreement can happen, mm-hmm. can take place. Mm-hmm. So how can we deal with those problems um, and make our relationship stronger? I think the, the biggest thing is uh, understanding the boundaries that like yes. we talked about. The boundaries help us when we have to be on top of each other. Mm-hmm. We had a pandemic where we were literally Ooh. in each other's face. Her aunt, I was pregnant. And she, was, pre- and she was pregnant. <laughs> y'all, I should have jumped off the roof ah. two or three times. Nah, I'm just playing, y'all. But I, honestly, we got through those yes. times and those difficult times as a family because we respected each yeah. other's boundaries. Like sometimes, hey, you need to be downstairs. I need to be upstairs. <laughs> you need to take a drive. I need to take a drive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, you need to take the kids somewhere. I need to take, take the kids yeah. somewhere. Uh, you got the baby this time. I got the baby this time. <laughs> Whatever it is, um, just respecting those boundaries, right. though, and saying, okay, let me give you the space that you mm-hmm. need. Um, letting each other be angry when, when yeah. because like you said, when conflict arises, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Disagreement is going to happen. But the way that you respect each other when you're in that space says yeah. everything. You it know, does. when the conflict hits, do you respect each other enough to give each other some room mm-hmm. to, to process it yes. so that you don't try to tear each other's heads off, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what we talked about also uh, in another segment is, you know, fighting fair, you know what I'm saying? And, and learning how to fight the right way so yes. that you don't come at each other um, as if you're the enemy. No, right. there is a problem, a mm-hmm. conflict that arose, but the two people that's in relationship are actually the two heroes that need to come together yes. and squash that thing. Right. No matter how it came in, it might have mm-hmm. came in through you, might have came in through me, you know, or it came or, in some kind, of way. In some kind <laughs> of way. But it takes both of us to recognize it and then respect each other enough to to get together when we can on yes. one accord and deal with it. Yeah. Um, so that's just some of the things um, that can be done. But conflict and disagreements, those things are going to take place. It's how we handle those yes. things when they arise. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And those things strengthen our relationship. And and then biggest thing that my wife said tonight the power of prayer. Yes. Um, learning how to pray, yes. learning how to come together in agreement that things are going to change, mm-hmm. that that your atmosphere is going to be a certain way. Yes. We talked about the vision in the vision segment. That's part of declaring and decreeing and speaking yes. and, and being on one accord about where you want your marriage to go. Right. You know, what what is the foundational things that we believe in, the core beliefs and, and the core goals, mm-hmm. and then building on those things and having a like mind. So that way, if anything pushes you or him or her or what, and you know, how whatever dynamic you fit, if you're the yes. husband or the wife, mm-hmm. whatever comes in that pushes either one of you away from that, the other one can say, okay, hold on, let's reconnect and bring it back towards yes. the goal and the vision. All right. So okay. hopefully that helped. Um, like I say, we, we're going to have some personal responses on those things, but y'all don't, don't be afraid to send us things, even on Facebook and yeah. Instagram. Yes. If you guys want to reach out and Hit say, us hey, hey, y'all, we welcome you know, it. Give us, give us, you know, a little bit of perspective. And then we're going to have other couples who are even more seasoned and, have, you know, gone through even more than, than what we've seen. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have some takes on some of this stuff as well. So y'all just keep feeding us. Yes. All right. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you in. guys so um, much. We love you. We love you guys. Continue <laughs> to follow us on all streaming platforms, social media, all that stuff. Once again, I'm Marcus. I'm Krista. And this has been As One. God bless. <laughs>